0: T-minus 10, go for main engine start, we are go for main engine start, T-minus 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and liftoff of the Space Shuttle Discovery with the Hubble Space Telescope.
1: Mission Control,
0: Houston. Hey, how you fella? I am Killamilla, and this is the Hubble Bubble Podcast. What up, my hubbies? Have you entered the contest yet? Right now, I am running a contest until December 11th at 12 p.m. All you have to do is follow the instructions listed in my last post on the Hubble Bubble Instagram page. That's at Hubble Bubble Podcast. I'm giving away a self-care package for one lucky lady full of goodies donated by local sponsors to take care of yourself this winter. But don't worry, fellas. The mail package is coming up soon. Stay tuned for that next week. And if you're not a hubby, what are you waiting for? Happiness is waiting on you. Become a hubby, subscribe, and sign up for my email list. You'll never miss out on an episode. And trust me, with these guests coming up, you don't wanna miss an episode. But enough with the list, let's get to the gist. My guest this episode is Chico Rashad. Chico Rashad is a phenomenal person with an eclectic sound And a profound message. He recently released his first song in four years, entitled Rosebud. Rosebud getting faded in the backseat with some jet head niggas if you ask me. (laughs) That's my version of the hook. I can't sing y'all, but you'll be singing when you hear it, believe me. It gets stuck in your head. Chico has been getting lots of great feedback and love on this song. And since we are friends of six-plus years, he decided to come to moi and Hubble Bubble with an exclusive on the real story behind the song Rosebud.
1: So at surface level, you know, Rosebud made it seem like another song to turn up to or whatever. But it's actually like 10 times deeper than that. Uh, My goal as an artist is to get people involved and get people singing, you know, by writing cool phrases and things like that. But uh, have... The song written in layers So we can have in-depth conversations Like the one we're having now So to explain um, The meaning of the song uh, I'm going to start off with Rosebud Uh, The title and those lyrics actually come from the movie Citizen Kane Which is an old ass movie By old ass white dude Named Orson Welles Who's also responsible for War of the Worlds Um, And the movie's about Like the super rich famous guy he got everything in the world uh, but there's something personally inside of him that seems to you know, keep him from having ultimate happiness so uh, at the end of the movie he's in his hospital bed uh, you see a snow globe and he whispers rosebud 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 and rosebud is actually the name of his sled from his childhood which represents something that he wasn't able to let go of. Now, let's fast forward to 2018. So, in the life of Chico Rashad, my rosebud is a lot of the anger, or, uh, no, we call it anger, a lot of the anger I had towards my mother based on some of the decisions that she made when I was a kid. Um, So, this song has been like very therapeutic for me. So, that's thing number one. Thing number two, the part of the song when I say, yeah, it's cool. And falsetto I know you heard me Um, That's actually an old rock and roll song By a band called Foreigner Um, I don't know I heard the chords that Slaps Burden played And automatically I was like Oh shit, Cold as Ice Alright, I love that song And it applies to what's going on Uh, So third thing um, I, I make a lot of references to A day in my childhood Where I realized that I was not the lead man In my mother's life um, I, when I had realized that she had chosen my stepdaddy over me and my, my sisters. And, uh, I, I go in depth, uh, about, you know, what actually happened on that day. You know, I make references in both verses when I say, uh, I, I recall the bag I had drugged. Um, on that particular day, me and my stepfather had gotten into it and my mama kicked me and my sister out the house. And, um, you know, I, I, I forgive her for all of that, um because there's really nothing to hold on to like people make bad decisions and it's your choice whether or not you're going to forgive them or not so you know why I live with that on my shoulders for no reason um that's thing number 3 thing number 4 um, i was in vegas one time and i was about to make a really bad decision with a with a woman uh, and it was a bad decision cuz i was in a relationship but in that moment you know i chose to do the right thing And I thought, like, damn, you know, I was going to put my girl through what my mama put me through, and that shit ain't cool. So I opted out. Real nigga. And that's Rosebud. Wow.
0: I had no idea that that song had so many layers to it. From the relationship with his mom to the relationship with his girl, the song transcends any hip-hop song that I'm listening to right now but I wanted to know from Chico what he learned from the situation. What did this teach him?
1: For me, I, I really think that was one of the first times where I noticed that things come full circle. Um, I think a lot of times, I, I know I'm guilty of just believing in like life. is this linear thing, and there's a past, a present, and a future, but you have those instances where uh, what's happening in your present and future can be very similar to what has happened in your past. And it's all about you know decision making and things like that, um, and as far as like me and my girl, I I learned, as I, I learned what was important, and you know you know you you choose to build with somebody, and you can do some dumb shit to fuck it all up, but at the end of the day, is it worth it? So the answer was no. Um, I also learned that I have. Really amazing friends that want to see me do good. Cause I've called in like, hey, bro, man, I got this situation, man. What should I do? And they'd be like, nah, nigga, it ain't worth it. Don't do it. I did it. It was dumb. That's all right, bet. So now I know who my real friends are.
0: Having real friends to support you, to give you good advice, just to be there, is very important when you're on your spiritual journey. I've talked about it a few times on the podcast about how I've lost friends. But I wanted to ask Chico, what made his friends so different from mine? Why was I losing friends and he wasn't?
1: I think I think me and my friends are really growing together.
0: That's a, that's a blessing. In every
1: way. And I, I think uh, my friends are very accepting of, like, changes that I've made. And I'm very accepting of changes that they've made. Just for real, though, at the end of the day, like, people are who they are. Uh, and people are a lot deeper than their, their interests Uh, and even their habits. So somebody's character is always gonna be the same. People's character isn't gonna change. It may expose itself at different times throughout life, but the ones who who show good character in the beginning and through all the different interests and and things like that, you know that those are the people that you need to keep around because they are who they have always been.
0: Ooh, self-reflection time. Are your friends the one he's talking about with good character? Are they people with good hearts? I know for me, after hearing that, I had to really think about the friends that I've lost. And a lot of them didn't have good character. A lot of them showed that they were temporary friends from the start. A friendship based on superficial things like going out or going shopping. Those kind of friendships typically don't last. You have to know the real person. I'll let Chico finish, because he had a lot to say about this topic.
1: Oh, we're gonna get real deep. So, alright, so you know people have, uh, people have, you know, they'll, they'll say, oh, you know, he has a, uh, addictive personality, and things like that. Man, let me tell you something. People with personalities like that, um, can be addicted to anything. With, with that being said, the addictive personality isn't the problem, it's what they're addicted to. It's... the things that they're choosing to have in their like external life Mm -hmm. uh but at the end of the day good or bad that addictive personality is still there and it's the same thing with with character like your character is always gonna be there now you can choose to have good character you can choose to have bad character you know what i'm saying
0: i mean i know what you're saying but at the same time like you said a person with an addictive personality Okay, that might be fine if I'm like on the same, on the same wave as them. I'm on the turning up, drinking every weekend type of thing with them, then that's fine. But what happens when I grow from that and they don't? And they still have that digital personality, and every time I hang around them, that's all they want to do. Well, Is it not my right to distance myself and like love them from afar? And if I'm loving them from afar and they so, you know, go their own path and I go my own path, we're no longer friends like we used to be, but it's not like it's like beef there. There's nothing wrong with losing friends like that.
1: No, I mean, no, no, not, not at all. I'm, I'm just talking about like the, the makeup of people. I, I don't think character. I've
0: never, I'll never judge my friends or judge people for, you know, living their life. But at the same time, if you're at a different place in your journey than I am, I'm going to have to distance myself because I don't yourself. want to be around that energy. Sometimes it's just like it messes up with my peace. But it's not me just being like, you know, fuck you, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But you said you and your friends are growing at the same time. I just, I can't feel that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think.
1: Uh, I mean, there's only been maybe,
0: maybe like two of my friends are growing
1: with me. And I'm about to say, I think I, I got like two that I've like had to distance distance myself from. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everybody else, man, we good. That's why, like, I knew when I was, you know, contemplating making a, a decision. A, I knew. To call somebody And B I knew who to call
0: Yeah You didn't call that friend That you knew that was gonna Well I'm not gonna say like questionable character But you knew that they were probably not gonna give you The answer
1: Yeah it wasn't gonna give me no solid advice
0: Yeah they probably give the answer that you wanted Not the one that you needed
1: And the great CeeLo who just visited Minerva said Anyone Who needs what they want And doesn't want What they need I want nothing to do with. Yeah, I love CeeLo. I love it. And you know what, as far as like songwriting stuff, uh, especially, specifically the stuff he did with Norris Barkley, like I would hope to reach, you know, that type of level.
0: They were great. I'm so sorry for not telling you when he was at Minerva. I know, man, she all on
1: Instagram, talking about CeeLo Green. I'm like, man, like, I would have gotten up out of my sleep. I live close to Minerva. And
0: he was buying everybody drinks too. Man. I... He was real chill. I'm sorry. I was, it was like the last thing on my mind because I was just I the only server and I was just trying to make everyone happy. I'm sorry. I'll do better next time. Next time somebody of importance comes in, you're the first person I'm calling. I promise.
1: Take key. For these niggas.
0: No, but I feel like the more... I feel like the more that I love myself, the more I can recognize when people around me don't love themselves. And I can't be around people who are... Not willing to love themselves. Like, I feel like when you don't love yourself, you kind of put yourself in situations. And that's cool. Put yourself in those situations. But don't put me in those situations. And risk my, I don't know, livelihood and reputation and everything else.
1: What if that person is your mother?
0: Distance myself from her. Like, Hmm. what you mean? (laughs) I love her from afar. But at the same time, sometimes, I'll just be rude to you, sometimes my mom's energy and my energy do not mix. And that's because she's very older, like some people have younger parents. My mom is kind of like grandma age. So it's like Hmm. I'm dealing with my grandma, but it's my mom. And she has very old school way of thinking, and she's very stubborn, stuck in her ways. And that's fine, you can do that, but I'm not going to do that. So sometimes even with my mother, like I have to distance myself from that energy, I'll just, you know, not come around as often or like, you know, won't answer well, the phone sometimes, but it's all love. Whenever I see her, it's all love, and I'll always respect her. But to keep that respect, I have to distance myself because if I don't, something might get disrespectful. Because now that I'm 27, I relearned, unlearned some things, and I have my own mind, I have my own opinions. It's like far from what she taught me. Not far. But it's yeah, it's definitely different from what she thought.
1: Of. Is is there a rosebud in, in your life?
0: Some, something that I need to make me like feel complete or happy.
1: Something that you need to get rid of. Oh, something I get rid of. from right your out. childhood. Or, or it ain't even got to be childhood. Just something that's like you know.
0: And you know what I'm I do? Holding need to you. Do? I really need to go counseling with my mom because I feel like there's a lot that she regrets that she did of her upbringing that I don't even really care about. Mm-hmm. But she will remind me constantly. Like, oh, Jamal, I'm so sorry to let you go to NSA when you wanted to go there. I'm so sorry I let that girl come to your party when she was your big enemy. Like, yes. She's still t-
1: <laughs> Wait, this sounds familiar. We ain't gonna say this on air. Write it down. Me and
0: Jerry went to the same college. I mean, same high school. So he knows who I'm talking and about. College. But it was my in college but it was my 18th birthday right the it was supposed to be like you know my rite of passage my big house party and two girls who i was beefing with like it was well known that i didn't like them no 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 i'll tell you you. it was actually two people it was also this person hold on but it was well known that i didn't like them so why y'all coming to my party just to be messy and it would have been the perfect time for you know like you can't come to my daughter's party like get out of here this is her 18th birthday party but she let them come in because she wanted to be the good christian woman and she had a reputation to uphold and she didn't want to be seen be seen as mean i'm like fuck all that shit (laughs) like it's my 18th birthday party the two girls that i can't stand you let them come in here and why did they be so they went the extra mile to be petty gave me a birthday card that had like i don't know some kind of like Hidden and It was real trashy Like real messy I can't remember exactly What it was But I threw it away And I'm just like So y'all went out Of y'all way To come to my party
1: Yeah I was just with her
0: On my birthday <laughs> To make You know Like that was just Real fucked up But it's something that It, it affected me then But I'm not like Holding grudges now about that, like that was in the past. But she'll bring it up like all the time. I'm like, Mom, like that's not what I'm mad about. I'm mad about this. How you had me in church like every day of the week and didn't like was overprotective. Didn't let me go no parties. Didn't let me hang out for real. Like every time I did hang out, you calling me every 30 minutes. That's the part I'm that I'm uh you know holding resentment against. Like let's talk about that. But she's talking about this other little stuff. I'm just like this is why we need to go to counseling and talk about the real.
1: You got got to let that rosebud get faded. Yeah, like,
0: as soon as I get some money, y'all, we're going to counseling. And I feel like maybe we need to get it. What's her name? Iana. No, she don't need to fix my life. (laughs) Somebody need to fix it. Where is this third voice coming from? (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing in my life I feel like I need to kind of work on. Because everybody wants to have a good relationship with their mom. I don't know if um everybody does but I know that for me like I have nothing against my mom but it's just some issues that we need to talk about like I wouldn't raise my child like that I'm not raising my child like that it kind of helped me realize like this is what I don't want to do with Jaden this is what I do want to do with Jaden so I'm grateful for that part but it's just like is some things we gotta talk about and it's not about nsa and it's not about the 18th birthday party is deeper than that mom
1: hey, why would you want to go to nsa man hume because be i was nice. a dancer 34th which the- is
0: something we talked about before yeah. in high school what did i do yeah, yeah. i danced so, 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 so why would i want to awesome go good. to a hume fog predominantly white schools full of scholars and whatnot i wasn't even that smart
1: hume fog was field
0: a lot what? of smart people. I was, and I, I, I felt like I was I, always like trying like it <laughs> was have kind other descriptive of like
1: words for you. It, was,
0: it was naturally smart people. I'll say that. And for me, I had to study hard. I had to work hard. I had to do like, you know, extra to keep up with everybody else. And it's like, this is not even what I want to do for real. I wanted to go to an NSA and dance well, and have everything else kind of just be secondary. Because that's how it was. Let's be honest.
1: Like. What, what was your GPA?
0: I don't even know. Probably like in the tutors like mm-hmm.
1: 2.7, 2.8, something like that. Me too. I was in that
0: But I had to work hard for that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know how well, many well, nights. Like, I, <laughs> I could not understand math for some reason. Like, it was just super hard. But she's going to put me mm-hmm. in, like, one of the hardest schools in Nashville when I'm already struggling. Like, it just didn't make sense as a parent. If your child is struggling, why would you put her in, like, one of the hardest schools? And when she asked you to go to art school, because clearly that's what I wanted to do. I was a creative from a young age. I'm just saying,
1: listen to your kids. That's all I'm saying. We all have a rosebud. You just heard Jimmy's <laughs> <That's> rosebud. That's <laughs> definitely my <not> rosebud. <laughs> For real. We, we, we all have one. And that, that's, honestly, after after writing this song, uh, this isn't the first song I've written about, you know, my mother and, you know, our relationship, but this one felt like relieving. And maybe that's because um, over the last year, like she and I have worked on... Our relationship i i knew i needed to change because we we um did go to family counseling once and i was just man i was just so mean in there i was just mean for no you reason
0: probably held that hey
1: no nah, i don't i definitely didn't hold oh. it in but i had an audience i had this new person oh yeah like i was i, was, I don't, it was it was very childish and immature of of myself and from that point i just tried to understand um what she was going through at that time mm-hmm and you know the things that she felt she needed to to feel whole and complete and i I think that's another very interesting topic uh in relationships um so just trying to see the world through her lens I, i i get it a little better i don't completely understand it and i don't know if i ever will but at least i'm i'm now on the spectrum of forgiveness which is all that really matters you know um like I said earlier, you can hold on to stuff all you want to, but at the end of the day, you are holding on to it. So, me and my mama, man, we we, we getting better. I'm proud of us. Has she
0: heard the song?
1: Man, I told her to listen to this song forever ago. Uh, I don't think she listened it because she hasn't said anything about it.
0: Which, if she listened to it, would she know it was about her? Or would you have to explain
1: No, it to I, would, I would have to explain it because, I mean, just like anybody else listening to it, you're going to walk away with two things. She was my everything and Rosebug and Faded in the back seat. We're really diving into the verses. Um, I do say the word mom a few times. She may get some of the references of, uh, you know, uh, the, the day she kicked me and my sister out. But I think I would really have to go in and have like this same type of conversation with her. Well after you do that, come back here and bring her and we can talk about it. I did bring my mom on
0: this show, Why man. Not? <laughs> well I'm not a counselor. I don't know if I can help, but maybe episode with mothers.
1: I don't even think counseling like for us is spending time and understanding like each other's uh new interests in life. So we found common ground on working out. She turned fifty back in September and we did uh we did a tough mother, which was super dope. if y'all know what it is, it's a it's a it's an obstacle course. And, like, man, you just climbing in the mud, climbing over mud, swimming in the mud, helping each other out, climbing up walls, jumping, diving, and all that stuff. And it's like, dang, like, this is, my mama's 50th, and we out here doing this 5K Tough mother. And it's like, okay, well, you know what, if I can't call her and talk about anything else, I know I can call her and talk about things related to health and working out, because it's something that we both love to do. So, I, I encourage... I'm over here thinking like I don't know. I, I encourage you to try to, <laughs> try to find a common ground outside of church. Outside of church, like I, I it, encourage Chico,
0: you. i tell
1: you. Now, I know. I, she, I, I know
0: Jaden in church. If we do things with Jaden, like you know, that's fine. I've taken them out to eat a few times, take them to the movies, like.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I love your mom.
0: Children bring people together. They really do. As you know, Self-love, purpose, and passion are the name of the game when it comes to Hubble Bubble. We briefly talked about self-love as you heard, but I wanted to talk about purpose and passion with Chico. Was he living his purpose? Did he feel that he was? Just because I felt like he was doesn't necessarily mean that he felt that way. Was music something that he is just passionate about or is this what he is made to do? How many of us can say that we're living our passion, living our purpose? I know that I'm well on my way to finding my purpose, but I do speak about a passion that I let slip through my fingers, something that I was very passionate about as a child. Keep listening to find out what that was.
1: Yes, I'm living my purpose. When
0: did you figure that out?
1: I was 18 years old, funny story. I used to write raps all day in uh, my English teacher's class. Let me tell you something, he thought he was so smart. We were just real dumb. So let me, he used to have a word of the day, right? And we would come in, he had the word on the day on the board, and we would have to guess what it meant. And after everybody guessing, he would finally be like, oh, well, the word is blah, blah, blah. It is a derivative of this word, and its origins are in Latin, blah, blah, blah. Man, I'm not dumb no more. He would look that shit up before class every day. Of course he did. I thought the man was just smart. Anyway, <laughs> um, so that, that same year, uh, uh, two of my best friends... Decided they were gonna be in Battle of the Bands at school and man, they were doing all this uh, N.E.R.D stuff, Linkin Park and Jay-Z And I was like, damn, like, let me get on and they was like, nah, bruh, I'm thinking like I'm rapping other people's raps. It ain't that hard. So anyway, they let me be a hype man I was like, okay, I really enjoyed that. Had a Jason mask on and um, I don't know. It was like my first time being on stage like that and it felt really really good And then later that year, I met Spike Lee, heard him talk about um, following your dreams. And that's when I decided like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And here I am.
0: So that was in high school? High
1: school and freshman year of college. What's your theory about high school and
0: what you like to do in
1: high school that she told me. Oh, uh, I took it even down to elementary school. Um, Whatever you want to do as a child is the thing that you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. You know, at at times, you know, Oftentimes we let people who are older who are you know giving us wisdom or advice quote unquote uh, let us um or 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 help us change directions as far as like our future is concerned and um, it's a silly thing to do but of course you're gonna listen to the people who are older who you know care about you but you gotta you gotta do what you feel you were put here to do like looking back on it i I met one of my uh I saw one of my mentors from when I was a kid earlier he said he was always rapping. I was always rapping or playing basketball or wrestling, like WWF style. But those other two things didn't pan out and this is the only thing that like, I still have an itch for. Um, now I, I've tried to stop, I, I think there's something else. Um, for anybody out there who's ever thinking about quitting music or anything artistic, it's absolutely impossible. Like there's no way that you'll be able to function through life um, specifically on music because it, it's it's your engine and i think when people say they're gonna quit at least for me it was like i'm gonna quit because i'm not making money and that's just such a silly thing to say so then you have to question what well, damn is my heart really in it because money money's gonna come but you know your, your focus should be on creating
0: but I'll even speak on that because it's true for me because if you ask Chico what I did in high school what was it Dancing. dancing I always was like the dancer dancing. I would dance like when I talked and I didn't even realize it because it was just in me but that is definitely a compassion that I kind of gave up on because I saw other people like you know being better at it than me and I would compare myself to them and then like before I knew it, one year had passed, two years I passed. I was still trying to keep doing it, like, in college, but I let other things, like, get involved. And another thing, to go off what you said, like, you said when you're, what you want to do as a kid is what you really want to do. But I'll go a step further and say, if you can give up on it, you don't really want it. Yeah. Because... Even though uh-huh. I kind of gave up on dance, like, I'm literally going to a dance class on Sunday because I feel like that passion is still there. I was just kind of, like, putting it aside and doing other things. But, um, like you said, like, if it's in you, like, it's in you. And for, like you said, people who are creatives, you know that's what you want to do. Don't let anybody, like, not even your mother, your school choice, like, don't let any of that stop you (laughs) because if I tell you like I was in the same room as people who are now dancing behind like Janet Jackson and on music videos I was teaching this person how to dance and now they have succeeded me but but you know why because they stayed true to that passion they stayed focused on that and I got distracted by other things like I remember at MTSU I had an ex-boyfriend who I was in love with he was a dancer he walks in with his new girlfriend to my college i'm like dang i can't escape to him like it was like my uh it was impact a dance group in college mm-hmm. i'm like this is my only hope like i'm still gonna dance like i'm doing impact at least he walks in with his girlfriend i get discouraged like man fuck them. i don't want to go back like i let little stuff like that stop me from doing what i really love and it's so crazy to think about because people do that all the time like just think about me and Chico recorded this podcast a week uh last week and I record another podcast a week before that. Both deleted. I could have just quit then, like, you know, what? Fuck this shit. Like, everything's deleting it's supposed to be a sign. Like, no, it's not a sign. Just keep going. Don't give up but, because you'll be like older, resenting the fact that you didn't stick with your dreams and what you really wanted to do.
1: So in, in this time in my life, I've been reading books, and right now I'm reading a book called "Don't Sweat the Small Things" and the all small things.
0: Oh, I saw that Yeah
1: that book lit man But I mean It's it's real Like things being deleted Or Or somebody not You know Liking a song of mine Or something Man it's small Like And everybody has An opinion And you know Other people's opinions Shouldn't uh, Hold that much weight In your life Mm. You know
0: Sometimes they do though man It's crazy Until you realize Like how dope you are And that's the only love That you need Really is from yourself First of all like you just have to, I don't know, you have to realize that Because if you don't, you'll let people's opinions be like facts And it's not, but I was always like that I was real sensitive So if anybody told me anything, I'm like, oh, they must be right Like I gotta go reevaluate my life And it's like, no, you're doing fine, sweetie, just keep going Like they'll see in the end, you know what you're doing You know what you—you you know you, your purpose is You know what your goal is All this other stuff that's gonna happen in between That's just life And you gotta deal with it
1: now, I think of two people When it comes to um, What we're discussing right now Oh I got an uncle Who was an amazing Keyboardist um, Like Natalie Cole Wanted him to go on tour With her And all this stuff And he, he opted out So here he is in the 60s And last my song He said Nephew Don't give up on this shit He said Give it your all so, okay cool Then got a little cousin who's in, Who just started college Man this boy is amazing Like he is such a good singer And songwriter And very emotional With his delivery But he's trying to convince himself That he wants to be a doctor And I'm just like Nigga What the fuck are you doing Like You want to be a doctor Because you see dollar signs Like your heart is not in there Your heart is clearly In making music So like I, I just don't want him to make you know, a, a choice and end up being like my uncle. Mm-hmm. So what are you gonna tell him? What is it? Well, next my scene, I'ma choke his ass <laughs> and tell him, listen to me. Nah, but you know, just just continue to encourage him. And if he starts to see like things moving in a good direction, I mean, he's good, man. Like he good, ain't he's good. Mm-hmm. He's so good. He's way better than I ever was, or than I am. At age 19. And I'm just like, bro. This this so dude. What he
0: about to do with all that potential? Is he gonna work on it towards it? Or is
1: he gonna don't get me wrong. He'll be a hell of a doctor too, but he had that itch.
0: What's, what are we talking about?
1: Mm. On the last podcast,
0: the exits.
1: Mm. Exits in life. Mm-hmm. All right. So you got to figure out where your destination is. All exits are good exits. Not all exits are the right exit. So you have to be the one to figure out. What exit makes sense based on what you want for your future. So, for instance, you know, I I I was teaching, and man, hey, bro, I'm pretty like this. I could have been the Michael Jordan of teaching if I wanted to, but instead, I was uh, I had a good rookie year, yeah, and I injured my knee in year two or some shit because I don't teach no more. But uh, you know, I, I got to wake up and you know really get focused about impacting kids and and building the schools. So I was at a, a founding school, and it, it drove me crazy. I got so obsessed with it um, to the point where I ended up losing myself and saying, "Whoa!" Like when I when I started my teaching journey, I, I said I wanted to help out, and it ended up being my life. And I ended up getting good at it, so it was like, "Shit, I'm good!" Like I'm about to, I'm about to, you know. Keep climbing up, because I knew um, every year I taught I was gonna have a new position, whether it be a new grade level or you know, potentially something in administration. I was there for real about it, um, but it wasn't the right exit. I think helping and just continuing to help would have been a better exit, uh, because this good exit kept me away from my right exit. My right exit ended up being me saying, hey y'all, like I don't wanna do this anymore, I'm out. Now, I ain't got no job right now, but that's okay, because God has uh, given me everything I need. Like, ain't no bills late, nothing like that. I'm, I'm not struggling. I'm not suffering. Nigga, I just ate pad time. I ain't got no job. Fuck you mean? Life is good, because I, I made a decision that God was telling me I need to make, and uh, whatever happens next is also going to be in line with whatever God is saying I need to do.
0: And that's important for me because I have to make sure I'm not trying to control my life. I'm trying to make sure I'm always receptive to God's voice and telling me which direction I need to take. Because I would hate to be like, take the wrong exit, die, go to heaven and guys like if you had a just couple going down the road this is what i had for you and it's like dang that's because i couldn't be patient just because i wanted to make money real fast just because i got tired and took the exit you know too soon i messed up not messed up my life but i could have had so much more so i definitely feel you like as long as i'm not struggling like i only got one job right now a lot of people don't know that that quit my other job but I just wasn't getting paid enough for my for my worth, <laughs> you know? And it was taking up my time, and I wasn't being appreciated. I'm like, what am I doing? And I was with you. I'm like, I want to help because it was a nonprofit. And then it's like, I can still help. I can still mm-hmm. volunteer for them, but I'm not working for them for $495 every two weeks. Like, for what? When I'm wasting time, when I could be chasing my dreams. And so, like, I guess I told y'all I just always like to end my... Episode with some advice. So, I guess my advice is just like keep going, and that sounds like so cliche because people say that all the time like, keep going, don't give up. But I promise you, like, don't give up, even when you got the success, even when you made it, like keep working because I feel like there's so much opportunity for us now. You know, back in the day, they had to work, they had to get a good job. And, go to school and things like that but we don't have to do that now we see people getting famous from YouTube we see people getting famous from a tweet like I will say this it's very in our grasp
1: difference between famous and getting paid
0: well I mean I mean like people like Adele who got discovered from MySpace I'm talking about people who are making money off of their fame I'm not just Mm -hmm. talking about fame I don't get a about that. But I'm just saying, it's so accessible now. Like, our dreams are in arm's reach. There's so many programs out here that are looking for people like you. There's so many jobs that you can make. You can make your own job. You can make your own app. You can make, you know, there's so much we can do now with this technology. So don't let old school thinking or older people, or like you said, like people in your life who think they're telling you what's best. Like, just show them.
1: The best advice I can give you is to listen to Rosebud. It's available on all streaming services, Chico Rashad, Rosebud. And I, I, I want you to just, I, I, I want you to just um, take it for what it is. And then we can have uh, more conversations about this. Like this, this song is multi-layered. Any Anything that you hear from me will have multiple layers and we will have beautiful discussions like the one we just had right now. I also want to say, go listen to um, Red Letters by Chris Hatch also available on all streaming services and look out for PJ cause her shit dropping in January
0: well that's it guys thank you so much for listening and thank you so much to Chico for sharing his insight on this wonderful song Rosebud be on the lookout for more music from him I promise you don't want to miss it and in the meantime catch up on all things Hubble Bubble there's more to come really great episodes coming up and until then happiness is waiting on you